let's start off by talking about getting back to work at, in spring camp officially. What's that like for you? You've been here, you've done it before, but uh, what's what's the feeling for you? Uh, it's great, and it, it's great for all the guys too. I I, I know everybody was um, talking today how it, it felt like time flew, and we we're excited to get back at it and and get some work in and get a little bit better. So it's just fun to be able to strap up again with the boys and and get rolling again. You guys came in with a chip last year and went out and proved it on the field in the fall and had a great season. Now not a lot of respect. You lost a lot of guys. Zach's gone and all of that. How different – I mean, is it the same feeling, same mentality? Do you like that? Do you like being, you know, overlooked? No, I I think it's – and I know just from talking to a lot of guys, everybody's excited about the opportunity and – and and you can look at anything and, and how, however you want to. We, we we choose to look at it as an opportunity to, you know, fill in and get better opportunity for for young guys to prove themselves and step into important roles. And and we believe we got everybody it takes to to, you know, have a great season like that again and to put something special together. And um, you know, we got the we got the boys to do it. So uh, that that's how we kind of feel about things. Is it's our it's our opportunity to 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 step up and step in. Let's go with uh, Mitch, Jake Hatch, Hunter, and Jay Drew. Yeah, James, as you as a upperclassman, one of the you know well-known guys in this program, how do you approach a spring practice, a spring season like this? Well, every every chance you get to step on the field is a is another chance to get better. So I think you could miss out on a lot of opportunities unless you look at it as you know. Uh, uh, limited opportunities to to improve your game, to improve our game as a team, um, and, and to get better. So, really, that's that's what it all comes down to: is, is stepping on the field every day with the right mindset to to go to work and get better, and um, you know, try to put all our pieces together. What's what's the coaching style of of Coach Funk after one full day working with him? What's is he a loud vocal guy out on the field? What's he like? Well, Funk is great. He's um. He is, uh, you know, he knows his stuff. He's a veteran guy. He, he knows, um, you know, everything that's going on. He, he learned our system really fast um, and, is, and is coaching us up on it and helping us to get better. I, I think Coach Funk is, you know, an awesome addition to our, to our football team and, and to the staff, and I'm, I'm grateful that he's in our room. Um, and I'm excited to keep learning from him and um, kind of learn all the little things that he can teach us. James, you've been a constant on this offensive line for the better part of two or three years now. A lot of guys around you who were kind of part of that core unit have all moved on now. What's it feel like coming back, yeah, with a new position coach and a lot of new guys around you on that offensive line? The the great thing is the last few years we've had plenty of guys that have been able to step in and get valuable time and and really prove themselves. So it still feels like we got a big, you know, uh, group of guys with with a lot of experience that can step in and uh, we're confident in everybody. And you know, we wish all those guys that left the best when uh, when the draft rolls around and when pro day rolls around. Because I don't know if you've been following their stuff. They're looking pretty good. You know, Brady, Chandon, and Tree. They're they're looking nice. So um, hoping those guys the best. And I'm confident with the guys that we got right now that they can step in and fill in and and uh, we can keep it rolling and and keep our you know culture as an O-line group strong and and uh, keep moving on. How did obviously last year those guys were all kind of deciding what they were going to do with their future. I'm sure you had a decision to make on your own right. How much did the injuries last year for you that precluded you from playing the full 12 games make you think, OK, I need to come back for another year and prove what I can do? 
I don't, I'm not sure how much, how much that, that stuff added into it. Um, when it, when it came down to it, all everything lined up for me to come back and I was so excited to come back and have one more year here at, at BYU. It's, you know, it's an incredible place and has given so much to me. And I'm, I'm so excited for this, you know, this last season to, to go to work with my friends and, and, uh, and have a good time. James, I'm curious, from the center's perspective, what's it like trying to develop some chemistry with the quarterback? Obviously, you were snapping uh, balls to Zach Wilson a season ago. Now you've got this quarterback competition. What's it like trying to develop the chemistry between all those guys competing for a spot, and uh, how does that uh, competition impact your practices? You know, uh, directly, I don't think it impacts, you know, the O-line very much. Um because they're all just so good at, at communicating with us and, and helping us know what's going on. Um, but they're, they're all great guys and they're all great quarterbacks. So um, I'm excited to see it develop and um, see, uh, you know, who's the best. And I think, I think they have such a great chance to compete right now. And like I said, they're all really good. And so um, it'll be fun to watch them this spring and, and uh, hopefully we can, you know, uh, keep them clean and block for them good and, and, and make it easy on them. Hey, James, I was going to ask how close you were to uh, leaving, but you kind of already answered that. So I'll ask you for uh, what's your favorite Brady Christensen story? What's your what's your best memory of old Brady? Best memory of old Brady. Um, man, there's so many. That's that's my dude. Um but we were roasting him. Uh, we were roasting him a little bit this year because if if you saw Brady when he first came in, um, like we we all came in as you know freshmen and we all kind of were all over the place, you know, with technique and with playing and everything like that. But if you if you saw his uh, first year film to his film now, you'd see how hard he worked and and uh, how dedicated he was to getting better and how much he loves the game. So. Uh, I don't know if that's you know counts as one story, but the dude works hard and uh, and uh, he deserves it. He likes to say he's the best golfer on the team. Is is that true? He's pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty good. Thanks, James. All right, we'll take the last question from Ben Criddle. Come on, Criddle. I know it's my bad. I haven't done this in a while, James. Um, who, uh, you know, who do you expect to step up around you now? And I don't know if this has been addressed already, but maybe some of the new faces, or maybe some of the individuals that have had good off seasons thus far. Could you highlight some of your teammates along the offensive line? Yeah, I mean, uh, Connor. Connor Pay is the first one that comes to mind. He kind of stepped in in some critical moments last year, um, and and did a pretty good job. And he's had a great, great, uh, you know, couple months so far, uh, this far into the off season. Uh, Clark Barrington, Harris LeChance, and Blake Freeland are all, you know, leaders on the O-line, and, and they've had great off-seasons stepping into um, some roles, along with Joe Tukuafu. I mean, he's not playing right now, but he's, you know, th- those guys, they've all improved so much and, and uh, are getting better. Plus, you know, there's a lot of young guys coming in, and it's fun to kind of uh, get to know them a little bit better and, and see how they work and see how they play and the potential that they have. I think there's a lot of potential for a lot of great great players along our offense and our offensive line. And, um, you know, like I was saying earlier, it, it'd be fun to just, you know, as, as this goes and as we keep grinding and working to kind of see the pieces come together and, and the improvement happen and, and uh, go from there. Do you think there's potential that uh, there could be no drop-off after losing those three guys? I mean, Tristan, a lot of starts. Chandon, a lot of starts. Brady, Christian, a lot of starts. 
is there a chance that there could be no drop off with some of the talents that you guys have? Man, those first, those guys are great players and they were so fun to play with and, and they did great things. I think we got a lot of good guys coming up and I'm confident in, in the boys that we have. Um, and so I don't, I don't know how you'll, uh, how you'll be able to, you know, grade drop off, but we, we got the boys to do it and, uh, and I'm confident in them. Anything that uh, Brady and uh, Tree and Chandon have shared with you to create maybe a competitive advantage in training or technique uh, during their kind of pre-pro day combine um, training? I've, I've, I've been in contact with them, man. They've, they've been grinding so hard. It's been, it's been fun to listen to them and listen to the process. And, you know, it's an exciting time in their lives right now. And, and those are my boys, man. So it's, it's fun to keep up with them. And I can't wait to, to see how their, their pro days go and how, you know, the draft ends up for them and where they end up. Cause you know, those three have so much potential and um, you know, I'm just, I'm their biggest fan. So excited for them.